things I wanted to address, and I definitely talked to Jordan about this, talked to Jen about this, and I feel like it's something, if I'm going to host a show every once in a while when Jordan's not around, or if Jordan just needs a break, because like I said, he works very hard. I wanted to, the audience to get to know me. I feel like that the audience has been introduced, we've had snippets, but there's nothing that the audience has like personal views and ideas and everything, and I want to just touch on that quickly, because Jordan always messes with me and says, you are so establishment, and I say to him, what? That kind of, it, 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 it's unbeknownst to me. And I realize that there's some things that he might have a point. There's some things that I might get reamed on, and there's some things that I definitely are definitely a little um, uh, uh, more mainstream than most. And I think it's because up until a couple of months ago, I was that's what I was watching. That's what I was doing. So um, uh, definitely want to, I, now I see uh, uh, there might be an audio issue, so let me fix that immediately. So I want to say, uh, I just want to make sure, Jen, is there an audio issue? Because sometimes it might be some people's computer, but um, uh, that that's what I want to make sure. But the thing is, is that uh, if there is an audio issue, Jen, please let me know. But what I want to talk about is my issue in terms of, um, my issue in terms of what is going on with, um, you know, things that I think, things that I do. And one of the things that I totally uh, believe in is that if you are going to understand and be into something, I love politics, I love it, I've loved it ever since 2001. And what I think it is, is that for me, I am very much, and we got, I got, just got a message, sound is good. So some, some of the people out there, if you're having some quick, uh, some sound issues, Make sure that the volume is up. Make sure that your settings are good on your computer. It also could be because we're using a different microphone, different camera. It's a different setup. So it might sound a little different. Should not be an echo. You should be able to hear me. So, um, But I've been into politics ever since about 2001. I think 9-11 was something that got me into politics. I wanted to understand how something so tragic could happen. And I didn't just understand. I didn't want to go at the moment. I wanted to go back to you know, the, this, where it came from. Because I, I always, I have a personal belief that any type of political government issue that happens in today's day and age can be traced back to the 70s, to the 60s, because of something that we did a long time ago where we promised something, we didn't come through, and we said we're the United States and we don't have to do it. I love this country, and it is something that I love what it stands for, but personally, I know that it hasn't always been... It hasn't always stood up for what it should be, which is equality, which is everybody loving one another, everybody being there for each other. And we were that way after September 11th, and I saw it, and I felt it, and I was in downtown Manhattan when that happened. And for me, that made me say, I want to know what's going on in politics. I want to understand it. Um, and, you know, one of the things that is very... I think about as the you know the I think about this presidential candidate um, campaigns that are going on and all the candidates that are happening, the the cajillion Democratic candidates. The one thing that I've said to Jordan a million times is that we need to do whatever it takes to take Donald Trump out. That is my uh, personal belief. That is something that I feel is needed in order for this country to progress, in order for this country to be better and to evolve and to get to a place that is just perfect. 
And the thing is, is that one of the things that I really definitely feel is that we are a, com a country that has awesome amount of people, such a mix of culture, such a mix of things, and, and I love that. I'm personally a mix. I, am a pers I, I have a mother who is Puerto Rican. I have a uh, father who is from Trinidad and who is Native American. I verified this on 23andMe, uh, which is a really good thing, which is something that I believe I, it was very interesting to me to see the heritage and all of that stuff. Um, and when I think about all the politics that could possibly go on, I think about seeing the candidates and what they represent and what I believe and how that definitely comes through. So um, one of the things I truly believe and truly believe is that Donald Trump is a, is, is a garbage human being. I just believe that. I'm very strong about that. He is the country. He's what the country should not be. And now we go to our candidates, which Jordan has spoken to many, many, many times. And, you know, he's told, spoken about. And one of the things that Jordan has spoke about is how there are a lot of candidates in the Democratic primary that are flip-floppy, shady, maybe not the best representation of humanity that we need it to be. And those are some of the things that... I find passionate about status quo. So, you know, like I've taken a long time to, I've looked at every candidate because I wanted to make sure I was informed. That's something I pride myself on. I want to have the facts and I want to be informed and I want to have something that is there. And yes, that is a neighbor's dog barking. It is a puppy probably about this big that when my neighbor leaves, she barks for about five minutes and just nonstop because she's scared to be alone. But I promise you it'll get better. Yes, um, she will stop. And the thing is, is that <laughs> I love it. Uh, shut the bird up. I. There you go. She has. Oh no, she's gonna stop. But she will stop in a second. So the thing that I will say is that looking at all the candidates, I've come. I'll put this out there that I've come to the conclusion that Bernie Sanders to me is the best candidate. He represents. The best out of the candidates I've met. He doesn't flip-flop. He's pretty clear about his plans. I very much say to myself, is he going to be able to pay for his plans? Because they're great plans. If he can get this done, it would be great. I think it would make America, quote-unquote, great again. But, because um, it's not now, uh, because of what we have in office. But, he has genuinely convinced me. He has told, literally I hear him speak, I see his policies, and I see some of the other candidates and there's things that I have genuinely wrong and I'll go through them really quick. Biden, I feel like he's mentally, something's wrong up here. I think he needs to get medically checked out. I think something, he needs to call it quits. I think he's just, there's something that he can't get through a sentence that I just don't, I, I, I wonder and worry about. Uh, Kamala Harris, fiery, passionate, I, I get where she's coming from. There's some justice issues that she's locked up people of color and of, minor, of minorities and of poor backgrounds that I just can't get on. And guess what? And guess what? I believe that Elizabeth Warren flip-flops. She says one thing one minute, says one thing another. I've seen evidence of it. 2006, she says one thing. 2008, she says another thing. 2010, she says another thing. And so on and so on. So with that being said, I, I, I listen to Bernie, and it seems like he's pretty consistent about the process. I definitely worry about his health. I know that they've said he's okay. I know that there have been so many situations that people have had surgeries like that and they're 100% great. 
I get it. I 100% get it. And I hope that is the case, and I want him to be okay, because Lord forbid, knock on wood, something happens to him, this world would lose a good, a great man. He's, he's, he seems like a really great guy. The rest of them, I'm not even going to kind of get into, because they're just kind of there, and I feel like most of them should drop in, drop out. So, that being said, that is a little bit about me, that is a little bit about what I am doing, and my thinking behind that is that when you let the audience know who you are, they tend to support you a little bit better, you have a good conversation, and by all means, I've got to see some of the status quo uh, passion at the couple of locations we've gone to, and you guys are crazy in a great way. You guys are awesome. I love the energy. I love that you come up to Jordan and you come up to me and you're like, keep doing what you're doing. Makes me inspired. Gives me energy. It's like an adrenaline rush. It's definitely awesome. What I will tell you is, you know, seeing that rally, seeing everything, you, you go back to the candidates and you think about everybody who is, who is, is, is doing what they are going to do. And guess what? Um, I hear all the candidates talk about global warming. I hear all the candidates talk about what is happening. I hear all the candidates talking about, oh, well, you know, global warming is, is a real problem, but nothing to really show that they're going to do something about it. And for me, I'm the type of person, once again, as I said about 10 minutes ago, I believe what I see. I believe facts. I believe what you're going to put out. And the only candidate, when you go to the website, that has the detail is Bernie Sanders. Okay? So that transitions very nicely to Bernie Sanders becoming like, I want to know more about Bernie Sanders. I feel like he's, I just want to say, I feel like he's like, and I know Jordan loves Bernie Sanders. He's a Bernie, he says he's not a fanboy. He's a fanboy. Um, but Bernie Sanders, I feel like, earns that. I feel like he demands respect, and I, and I have no problem giving it to him. Um, one of the things that I believe is I believe that Bernie Sanders is has a good, good reason. So um, what I will say is if we are definitely going to be in a situation where there is they're understanding the candidates and understanding what is going on, you got to understand that these are, this is a major issue. And Bernie talks about what he's going to do with global warming. And this is why people have endorsed him. This is why people have endorsed him. And this is why he's getting a group of people who care about this. And he's also getting other groups. And this is something that I think is super, super important when any candidate, and that is he is getting a, a vote that up until about four years ago, was at running at about 22%. Now, recently, that number has doubled to the mid-40s percent. And I'm talking about the Latino vote. I'm talking about something that I am partially it. I am 48.6% Spaniard by way of Puerto Rico. My mother's, my mother's grandmother came from Spain to Puerto Rico. My mother was born in Puerto Rico. And the Latino vote, you know, I can speak for Latinos in this sense to say that we smell BS. We will smell BS. Um, I think that we've dealt with a lot of it in our lives. And my thing is, is that I say to myself, if that's going to be the case, guess what? We feel that Bernie's not going to give us the BS. So, 
one of the things that was was published, and one of the things that came was an article that was dealing with, um, it, it was published by the Politico, and one of the things that actually happened was they said a bunch of things that basically is said that Bernie is getting that vote. Like, it's almost like he has street credit. And that's something that I think is very, very important. Um, and and, and it, it, it's amazing to me. And I say that Bernie has the surprise vote. Blocking Bernie is banking on to win the nomination. And that surprise vote is Latinos. Bernie Sanders literally has barrio credit. He has the street credit. He has the credit of the people of the Latino community. And this is a community that has doubled in size in terms of voting. We want to have our voices heard. More Latinos are running for office. More Latinos are having their voices heard. More Latinos are getting involved in rallies. There were Latinos at the rally at Black Rock the other day. He has San Juan's mayor as running his campaign co-chair. Like, that is amazing. That is a Puerto Rican nationalist. That is somebody who is... Who, who, is, who is loved by the Puerto Rican people and, you know, has a little star power in the sense that he has, you know, Cardi B saying, I like Bernie Sanders. But also, and I think this is something super important, and I think this is something that I believe is something that has to happen. He wants that the, the Latino vote, which is what he's talking about, they're enormously important, and we're seeing the Latino population grow significantly. We're seeing young people getting involved in a political process in a very important way. The challenges that we face historically, voter turnout, the Latino community is not very high. So we're doing every can, everything we can to grow that in, var in a var variety of ways. He recognizes something that many other candidates don't. And it has been historically like a feeling amongst the Latino community. And I grew up in the Latino community half and half. My father was with my father on the weekends and my mother during the week where um, they don't feel heard. And it's the same thing in the African-American community. I grew, up, I grew up in Cypress Hills, Brooklyn, which is a, a Latino community. I also grew up in Hollis, Queens, which is predominantly African-American. And they don't believe, and I could speak from a lot of truth that the politicians are looking out for their best interests. So you say to yourself, who is this candidate that is going to change that? Well, guess what? Bernie Sanders is proving that he values the Latino community. And then the other thing he does is that he genuinely is going out and cares about the endorsements of the Latino community, of the people of color, minorities, and, and, and he's going out for the people that other people are saying, ah, we don't know if we need them. We, we got our super PACs. We got our corporate corporations. We got our people. And here's the bottom line. This is something that has been going on for so long. This is something that has happened. This is something that has happened a lot of times. And here's the bottom line that comes to this, is that we have a president in office now who is trying to get rid of the the Latinos in this country. He's trying to say, let's get rid of them. Because there was many studies that said the Latino vote was going to be bigger than any other populace. And I felt like, me personally, just an opinion, just an idea, maybe that's a little threatening to a person who is of Caucasian descent 
from and plays golf with white supremacists. Maybe that could be a problem. Maybe. That might be something they might want to nip in the bud. So, what does Bernie Sanders do? He shows care, and what does he do with that care? He goes out and helps, he gets this person. Because this is something that 100% he's going to need, he feels he's going to need to get. He's going to need to get AOC. And he got AOC. He got her endorsement. She is all in. And what does he say? He says, we're going to utilize her as much as possible. That's literally the sentence he put to the political uh, reporter that was interviewing him. We're going to utilize her as much as possible. You know why? I pretend to think that she's young. She's smart. She's got fire. She cares. And you know what? She has charisma. And not to mention, they see eye to eye on a lot of things. And she has revered him and said that Bernie has supported her in her first time in office. He has been the once giving her advice, and she said it at the Bernie Sanders rally that we covered a couple weeks back. And guess what? That is something that I'm going to tell you, that is something that I genuinely, genuinely believe is going to help his campaign. And speaking to a couple of people that were... Let's speak it to another story, which is, um, you know, we're talking about the candidates, and we're going to move off of that in a, in a second, but I just want to bring up one thing, and this is something that I noticed, and it caught my eye, and I thought it was a fun topic, to say the least, but, you know, one of the things that it was, was apparently, and this is what I'm hearing, and this is a story that was posted in, in Variety Magazine uh, on their website. Alyssa Milano, who, by the way, I was a Who's the Boss fan. And the only reason why I was a Who's the Boss fan in the 80s was because of Alyssa Milano. That's the reason why. I was 8. She was 10. I thought it was a reality. I thought it could happen. Didn't realize the world that we live in with Hollywood and sort of the regular people. But I, was, I had a boy crush on it. That being said... She is actually going to be throwing a fundraiser for Joe Biden. And the reason why that 100% makes me say, what? What? Joe, a fundraiser for Joe Biden? This is because of the, 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 what we're hearing from the Joe Biden camp and from people covering it that he doesn't. He's been bleeding money. He's kind of broke. You know, the, the, the awesome graphic that Jordan puts up, which I'm going to put up in a second, literally, Joe Biden is a little broke. Said the fundraiser is going to be held in the Pacific Palisades home. Tickets are going to be $500 and $2,800 get you a picture with Smoke and Joe. Okay. Former vice president, you're the supposedly the leader of the, you know, you're kind of leading the polls or close to it, and you're having a fundraiser. And I know that fundraisers like these are regular. I've seen them. People do it. But it seems to me, and it just feels, it feels like you're almost there, and you're almost there trying to, you know, get some things that are not necessarily like, like, like you don't have. 
$2,800 to take a picture? Like, not for nothing. And I'm, once again, I don't want to be rude or mean, but if I had $2,800 to take a picture that I could just spend and blow, I think I'm going to go take one with Alyssa Milano, not Joe Biden. Like, dude, I, I, I you, you know, last week you called a 16-year-old a little girl, like, excuse me, a girl. And this week, you are, you know, essentially saying that, you know, that, that, you know, that wasn't condescending and we're moving on and that's what it is and that's what it's going. But now you're having, you're asking people for money. Now you're asking people to do things, things that you want them to do. I find it crazy. I find it just kind of insane that he's kind of doing this. And look, once again, people are entitled to their own opinions about what they can do, about what they can can bring to the, 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 the table in terms of helping their candidate that they believe in. But I don't understand, and this is just a, a, a kind of a rookie's eye view. If I see somebody who can't finish their sentences, and I see somebody who is bleeding through money by taking private jets all over the country, guess what? Guess what? I don't necessarily believe that you could manage our budget. And this is the thing. He was the vice president. He was had, he did have a hand in that. But you say to yourself, does Obama look like the type of guy that would just let the vice president run everything? I don't, I don't know. Maybe you weren't as involved as we thought you were. And that's an idea. That's a question, you know? So I look at I look at the fact that Alyssa Milano is throwing this, and she, like once again, she's entitled to her own opinion as to what she can bring to the table as to her candidate. But at the end of the day, it seems a little like Smoking Joe is begging Joe, and he's just trying to get money because he realizes I don't have enough money to finish this campaign. So it, I would love to know who's going to be on that guest list. I would love to know who is going to be there and. Um, that some of you out there are going to, when I bring this up, some of you out there are going to be a little like, is he defending him or is he not or is he not? But there was a video that, thanks to Jen, came across my desk and my computer that I thought was very, very interesting. Um, and it's simple. And it's a simple conversation. It's a simple uh, situation. Um, but it deals with Lo and behold, our former president, President Obama. And one of the things that I genuinely believe is that this video really says kind of what the sort of status quo is in Washington and what a movement is. So I'll play the video. Hopefully the sound will work. We're going to try this because we're just we're being honest with this. We're going to take some some dives off cliffs. Hopefully we're wearing a parachute, or we'll hit the ground and then we'll pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off. So let's see what happens here. You know, this, this idea of purity and you're never compromised and you're always politically woke and all that stuff, I, you should get over that quickly. The world, the world is messy. There are ambiguities. People who do really good stuff have flaws. Like if I tweet or hashtag about how you didn't do something right or used the word wrong verb or then 
I can sit back and feel pretty good about myself. Because, man, you see how woke I was? I called you out. <laughs> Let me get on TV. Watch my show. Watch Gronish. Um, you know, that's not, that's not activism. That, that's not bringing about change. Love about that comment and hate about that comment. It is definitely the first part is a little condescending. It's a little like, hey, you guys don't know what a revolution is. You guys don't know how to do a revolution. But the second part is a little true. And this is the part where I'm sure if Jordan was here, Jordan would say, that sound, that's kind of very establishment. But I will be honest with you. I will say, I will say to you that... Nobody is perfect. Nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. You guys are not perfect. Nobody in this world is perfect. And I believe that what we have in office right now is somebody who doesn't know how to compromise and doesn't know how to be diplomatic and doesn't know how to hear the other people talk and hear people with their different views and opinions. One of the things I did admire about Obama is the fact that he did listen. And he did hear, have conversations. Now, I will tell you, he was not perfect, like I said. Nobody is perfect. He made mistakes. There were things that he did wrong. There were things that I've debated with friends that I said, yeah, that's pretty bad. Like, it's pretty bad. When he deported the most amount of immigrants in the history of the United States, you could have did a better job. You could have been the president to say, we're going to do a better job. We're going to get these people path to citizenship. We're going to help them out. We're going to make them understand they're coming from a country where the education's not so great. We're going to sit them down with people who could translate and teach them how to become American citizens. If they're good and honest people, let's help them out. Let's not put them in camps and do those things. And he made a mistake there. He wasn't perfect. But I do believe, me personally, and this is just me being honest with you guys, that he was the best president we've had in a long time. Maybe since John F. Kennedy, maybe since FDR. Because I felt like there was a lot of presidents over the last 40 years that you look at them and you say, God, if you, were, if you were not a president, you'd be like a gangster on the street or you'd be like robbing people or something. It's just weird. That's my inside joke, but that's the way I feel. And he had moments that I looked at him and said he did some things that I just didn't go up. But this is the problem that I've said many, many times. He came into office where we had eight years of crap. Eight years of crap. Like, it's just, our, our president for, from 2000 to 2008 flushed the toilet on this country. And I don't think a lot of people understand. It was, I graduated from college in 2008, and I couldn't get a job for the better part of a year and a half. Because the economy was so screwed up because we were fighting multiple wars, because we had a president that just didn't care. And he inherited that. And could have done a lot more, could have done better. But I thought he did a decent job. And I, and I, and I think 100%, once again, I know many people are going to read me for that. But I genuinely feel that's the way I feel. However, what he says in that first part, where he literally says, hey, the idea of purity and you're, and you're not compromised and you're politically woke and all that stuff, you should get over that quickly. The world is messy. That's where I 100% disagree with you, dude. Because 
the only way the world gets cleaned up is if we don't have that attitude. The only way the world gets becomes better and evolves is if we make sure that we're striving for better. So when you say, stop being woke and get over that and the world is messy, yeah, the world is messy, but we need to clean it up. We need to do different things. We need to think outside the box. We need to give people that didn't have opportunities, opportunities, and that's just the bottom line. How can we be better if we're not striving for better? That's just my opinion. That's what I always believe. That's what I was taught by my grandmother. That's what I was taught through experiences in my life that have shaped who I am. And guess what? And I'm going to tell you right now, like I said, not popular vote. This is the moment where Obama's wrong. And there were many moments where he was wrong. Many moments where he was right. Many moments where he was wrong. That's, that's essentially um, the mark of humanity, right? We are not perfect. We get some things wrong. We get some things right. And that's kind of how we learn. That's kind of how we grow, grow. Many times in human history, we've had to learn the hard way. And I think he learned the hard way. So, I definitely feel that that is something that... He shouldn't have said. I feel like he, he was kind of close-minded. I think we need to be better. We need to be better when we're picking the next round of candidates, and I'm myself included, because I came from voting for Obama once he won the nomination twice, and my whole thing is that I don't want to see what happened in 2016 happen again. I voted for Bernie Sanders. Later on, I voted for Hillary, because it was, it was like that famous episode of South Park where you had the douchebag and the, and the uh, turd when they were going against each other. If anybody's seen that episode, it's 100%. It's like the, you have to pick the, the better of the two evils. And, you know, right now we're seeing what the, the real evil is. It's really bad, really bad. So, um, you know, I, we get a lot of people saying that Obama made a lot of mistakes. Obama was a D-grade president, you know? There's some merit to that. There was some things he could have done a lot better, and I agree with that. You must remember, though, that the second term, he had a Republican Congress who didn't really let him do anything, who had his hands tied and said, no, you're not going to do anything. And he got some things done, but it really wasn't significant, and there was things that he had to compromise on. And, and here's the thing that I, I worry about. You know, if Bernie Sanders gets in office, if he comes out of a primary and gets in office... Anybody who gets into office of the presidency, it, the, the bottom line is, is that we have a, a, a Washington that's broken still, even though it's turning, that you, you're going to have to compromise. You're going to have to do those things in order to get things done because, unfortunately, it's still scratch your back and I'll scratch mine. And, and it's that sort of do favors idea. And I, and I want Bernie to get in and stop that and say, we're gonna, no, we're not doing that anymore. That would be fantastic. I think this world would be better for it. I think it would be something that would be good. But I also want him to get things done. And, you know, hopefully that will happen. You know, I want to see this country be better than it is. It's not good right now. So.